G'day, everybody. Welcome to the Legends of League podcast. Anthony Maroon is my name. And as usual, we are at the Four Pines Brew Pub in beautiful Manly. Now, why do we do the Legends of League podcast? Well, we're the guys behind the Legends of League tournament, which we've had, of course, on the Central Coast. Newcastle can't do it this year because of COVID-19. So tell your friends about our Legends of League podcast. Thanks to Four Pines. A couple of big guests coming up very shortly. Willie Mason and Brent Shifty Sherwin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Legends of League podcast. As you can see, it's uh, Beanies for Brain Cancer. We'll tell you more about that very shortly. Uh, Legends of League podcast, why did it come about? Well, of course, we do the tournament every year, but we've had to put that on hold because of COVID-19. Next best thing is that we catch up with a few legends every week. And where do we do it? We do it here at the Four Pines Brew House the Four Pines Brew Pub in Manly. And this week we're talking about the Nitro Stout. I tell you what, it's good stuff too. Uh, so give it a give it a go. They're a great brewery. They're a great bunch of guys. And it's a great product too. So that's the one we're talking about this week. Four Pines Brewing Nitro Stout. Who have we got with us? A couple of very special guests. First one here, of course, he's a plus 300 gamer across five NRL clubs and a trip to the UK. It's the great Willie Mason. Hello, Willie. How are you? Thanks for that. Nice to see you in your uh, beanies for brain yeah, cancer. Mark Hughes, mate. What a great job. Yeah. Two and a half million raised over the weekend. The awareness and everything like that. Even for the young kid for Cr- at Cronulla, everyone sort of forgot about him at the start of the year. So... You know, he's, he, does, he does some great things. So well done, Mark Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody gets right behind him too. Uh, our other guest, 191 games, uh, first grade games, another Bulldogs legend, but a guy we never sort of see so much anymore, Shifty Sherwin. Hello, mate. How you going, mate? You've, everything well in your life? Yeah, mate. Yeah, busy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Got a, got a truck and three boys and, yeah, handful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw you on Vossi's show uh, talking about your truck, your Veolia truck, that keeps you busy, keeps you, keeps you, you know, you're doing all right with it? Yeah, mate, um, got a daytime driver, I'm um, actually working now while we're doing this, so it's right. quite good, uh, and I'll uh, jump in there this afternoon and do a few hours and yeah, try and get some sleep after it. Because mm. Willie could always get his truck driver's licence, mm. hey Willie? No, I'll be the worst employee you ever, ever had, mate. Really? Why? I just wouldn't turn up. <laughs> and I just think, I know the boss, I know Shifty, we used to play together, I'll just lean on that sort of one. Yeah. I'll just throw him a message, he'll be yeah. right. He'll <laughs> be right, mate. Yeah, you guys did, did used to play together and and for you, Shifty, being a, a boy, a local boy in the Bulldogs area, played for St Christopher's, came up through the grades, played in a grand final for the Doggies. What was that like? Like that would have been your life ambition to play for the Doggies and, and you went all the way. Yeah, no, it's uh, – Bill, uh, very privileged to uh, be able to play for the Dogs for 14 years. Um, yeah, like you said, all the juniors uh, watched uh, the likes of Terry Lamb and stuff like that coming up and just wanting to put that jersey on and uh, got to do it when I was 19 and um, yeah, just enjoyed my time there. I actually yeah, love the club and that's why I'm uh, trying to get back there and do some kicking with the with the halves at the moment, but because of this... Uh, Try and help Lachlan Lewis do something. <laughs> with the COVID, mate, it's making it a bit hard, so I haven't seen the boys for three months, but um, so hopefully uh, the bubble bursts soon and I can get down there and, uh, yeah, just see what I can do with them. Slowly getting back to normal, isn't it? Look, we'll come back to your career because there's a lot of questions we want to talk about and ask you about. Um, let's talk about the, the round that's just gone. Newcastle Knights 27 beat the Broncos 6, so the Broncos are in all sorts of trouble. Let's start with that one, guys. The Broncos who... 
I mean, they've let go so many experienced players and bought in a bloke like Ben Tia. So at some point they've thought, well, we've, we need to get some experience in here. But where do the Broncos go from here? Since we returned from COVID-19, they've lost four straight. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle. As I was saying, I said to a lot of people that this, that what, what's happening with the one ref, I don't think it complements the Brisbane Broncos. They're very structured. They've got some really big forwards, some lacking uh, leg speed. They've got some really good players like Tita Pangai Jr., but like Matt Lodge isn't that quick around the ruck. So the, the quicker, more explosive packs are really exploiting him. You know, guys like Cy Feedy, he ran pretty much straight through the Broncos. He's got good leg speed, good footwork and, and an offload. Um, and, their, and their back row. I think a lot of teams are going to go through the Broncos. They're going to go straight through the middle and play some big put, – put, put a lot of emphasis on going through the middle because they're big and they get tired. So the Knights just played that. They just went straight through the middle and then you got, rely on guys like Ponga and, uh, you know, Mitchell Pearce when he got um, Lodge and Payne Haas sliding out right at that late, that late um, five minutes. But, yeah, they're very susceptible through the ruck and they've um, got a lot of young kids, kids there as well. So they're not that – well-trained and experienced around the ruck. You know, you've got Payne Haas, who, who is their most, um, most capped player. He's played 30 games. Yeah. He's played the most. Mm. And he's in the middle and they're playing too much. They play too much. They're playing too much. 80 minutes a game. Give the kid a rest. He's only 20 years old. Longevity. But having said that, Shifty, um, the Knights, I mean, they are the real deal. They are a, a club that have recruited so well over the last two or three years. They get the right player. They bring the right player into the squad. Yeah, no, they are, they're playing well. So they're, they're playing to their strengths. And uh, at the moment, uh, Pierce and Ponga, you just got to get the ball in their hands. So like Willie said, the Brisbane were tied up the middle and they took advantage of it. Um, and I think the coach has got a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, Kurt, I think. Kurt Mann's Kurt been outstanding. Mm. Kurt mm. Mann. I think they're nine. So McCulloch to Pierce to – and you've got Ponger out the back, but Kurt Mann has been that sort of dude that's been laying in the cut, but he's making all the line breaks. He's been absolutely – people don't realise he played for New Zealand already, so he's a freak. He let – Melbourne had to let go of him, so he's been outstanding. So he takes a lot of pressure off, off Pierce, and they've been looking for a 5'8 for years, mm. you know, since Jared Mullen um, has left the club. So I think he's, he's the key. Yeah. Okay, boys, uh, Rabbitohs 40, New Zealand Warriors 12. We don't want to dwell on this one too much, only to say that on the back of this game, Shifty, the New Zealand Warriors coach had cost him his job. Yeah, um, I don't think that one game No, nah, not this it, one but specifically, but on the back of yeah. it. Oh, they'd, yeah, they've got – I think uh, I read in the paper the other day that they've got a like a, a process of what they're trying to do for the club and they felt that was the best option to do it and uh, – <laughs> They uh, bit the bullet. Over. Yeah, bad timing. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't see why they would do that. While they, they've changed their whole lives to go to the COVID and get the game like back on, back going. Actually, yeah. so without them, there was no NRL. Exactly. Yeah. And the sacrifices that Mooks has made in the last three years, he's been living in Brisbane. People don't understand that he's been in Brisbane the whole time, even when they were, were in New Zealand. So, and even through the isolation, he hasn't seen his kids and his wife. So. Sacrifice he's made, and that's why people really feel for him. It's such an emotional time for the players because they know what he's done for that club. Obviously, it's just come from the, the big dogs up up the top. Went bang, you're gone. So it sucks. Rabbitohs are impressive, but Cody Walker was pretty good. I think Reynolds is the key to that side. Get Damian Cooks playing some good football. Totola Burgess going through the middle, creating a lot of opportunities for Cody Walker, and Latrell has been special out the back. So they've got a good balance there. All right, Dragons, of course, uh, beat the Gold Coast Titans 20-8. to eight. The Storm and the Panthers, the Panthers 21 over the Storm 14. What do you think, Willie? Do you think the Panthers are the real deal this year? 
this was the game that I, was, I lost this. I, I tipped Melbourne because I just thought Melbourne is just that, that sort of team that can come up and upset Penrith. Because I, I was thinking Penrith were playing better football because they got kick out. They've got these explosive fours, Fisher-Harris through the middle, Uppy Coruscant, like he's a gun nine, he's very underrated. And they've got these really big backs like Mansour and that tall. And then that, uh, Dylan Edwards come into the, into the fray. They've got a really good side. Cleary coming back. Uh, Luau, uh, the, the sixth there, they're, um, they're a good side. And, and I think they've proved the point. I think they've got last, I think their last, I don't know, out of 20 games, I think they've won one against Melbourne. So for them to beat Melbourne, they're going to be a top four team. So they're, they're, they're the real deal. Shifty? Yeah, no, they're playing well. And uh, a lot of uh, confidence. Yeah, strong. they're just playing real strong right across the park. And they play a little bit of eyes up footy, which is what you need to do these days. So... Good nine. Tigers mm. 36, Cowboys 20. Now, the interesting thing about this one, boys, is the Tigers were up 34 nil at halftime. Yeah. So talk to us as NRL players, that, to, to blokes like me that just love the game, when you go in at halftime and you're up 34 nil, do you just die in the arse and come out and the other mob put 20? Or is it the effort from the other team? I think it's a bit of both, isn't it, mm. Shifty? Because I've been in a position where we've blown a team off in the first, um, in the first half and it's just like – you, you subconsciously just go down and, and the, you don't come out with the same ferocity that you did in the first half. You just you might think that, but you're not. And that and the other side is going up another 10%. You know, so they usually start at 100, going 110%, and you're, you're the foot's off the pedal a little bit, and then you let in a couple of late try, a couple of early tries, and then you just get it back on track and then just end the game. Mm. And the time eventually beats that team. Unless they can score, you know, 24 points in the first. 15 minutes of the second half, you're not coming back from 36. Yeah. When it's 26 nil, something's still in the 20s, then you're, you're with a shot. You know, when you're 30s, in the 30s, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. The Tigers would have to be the worst team in the world to get beat <laughs> like that. I was watching this game, I was like, nah, they go, oh, they're coming. You listen to the fucking commentators, it's like, like they were coming back. It was 36 to 6. I'm like, they're not coming back. Yeah, it's, it's a different mentality, I suppose. Made a, made a game of it, though. Yeah. It did. It's not exciting, yeah. Yeah. So. Have you ever been shifty in a, in a game like that where you've been up like 28 nil and you thought, we can't lose this one? And Actually, I thought of one straight away. Yeah. It was a semi-final against Brisbane. Right. And we were winning 20. No, it was 18. 24-6. We didn't score in the second half. Was it? Fuck. So, yeah, that was a smash-up. So yeah, you were we winning, we winning 24-6 and then we got a few injuries and we uh, came out in the second half and they – I'm not uh, sure it was that long. I don't think it was that much. I thought it was like three tries to one or something like that. Maybe 18 nil, 20 nil. Oh, something know. like that. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. we, we convincingly, first half, and then uh, they came out we in the second half. Roy Asatasi, DJ, a few yeah. injuries, man. Do you, do you think, though, that when you're – if you're winning 20-0 or 22-0 or 24-0, do you think if you're winning like that, you're winning and then it's 24-6, 24-12, do you, does the, do you go, oh, shit, the, oh, you know, and then you just lose your, just lose your shit and they catch up and beat you? Uh, you try and not do that, but, uh, mate, I – being the halfback, I'd try and get the ball in my hands, kick, kick the it ball, out, kick the ball out. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Slow them down, get the ball out of their hands so they can slow up a yeah. little bit. Momentum is the hardest thing yeah. to break. A it repeat set when you're done. Yeah. When you like, as I said, like if it's in the twenties, that's not insurmountable like uh, amount to come back from. It's nah, not, you not can come back age, if, you're, yeah. if it's not in this day and age. It's like if you could, you need to be like thirty-four nil. You're fine. But it's like twenty-six and it's twenty-six four. Yeah, it's twenty-six ten. And it's, it's fucking doesn't stop. Next minute, it's 26-20. Yeah. 
Ah, get me off. <laughs> hey, uh, Roosters beat Parramatta 24 points to 10. What a great game. Mm. Even the, the losing team, Parramatta, have got so much to offer in the competition this year. But what about when the Parramatta winger went straight over the top of uh, oh. poor old... Uh, James Tedesco feeding him. I thought to myself, I would rather stand <laughs> in front of a small Hyundai that and get was, run over that by was, that. Uh, yeah, that was scary for yeah. Teddy. I, until the, until they showed the replay, it was. I was like, you seen Sevo? He's 110, yeah. 12 kilos. There's not one bit of fat on him. He's just like <laughs> he's just stacked from oh, from his big toe all the way up to his last mm. bit of hair on his head. I don't know what's happening. That was that was ballsy from Teddy to even put his body in, yeah. that, in that position. But that was a cracking game. The forwards were really. I was. I watched that whole game. It was like for 65 minutes, it was a, an origin pace. Um, and, the, and I think the Roosters really showed their premiership grit and just their, their credentials just really shone out. And like the, they end up getting them. It was, a, it was a cracking game. But the, I think the scoreboard 24-10 didn't really warrant that. I think it, look, it looked like about a 16-10 game to the Roosters. That's the best game of the year, easy. The Roosters, are, they're fucking unreal. Yeah. How do you beat yeah. that team? Mm. The Parramatta threw everything at them, everything. Mm. And they still couldn't really come up with the, you know, the couple of tries that they scored. They had to work their asses off for them. Yeah, they just kept turning up the whole day. Oh, Roosters, mate. their defence, uh, unbelievable. What about uh, how good Brett Morris and Josh Morris are playing? Did you see Brett? Never it was seen. Like Brett Morris was on one side, and then he raced around with him. And he, he was two on the other tackles, side. Another wing. And he got the ball and threw it back in. And I said, "Oh, mate, thirty-four. Yeah. And when yeah. you're when you're a young, if you're a young kid, and you're like. You're watching these old boys roll, roll around like that. That inspires these young kids. If you see J Moz and B Moz doing their thing, like as if you're not going to go harder. So you've got these yeah. young forwards coming on, trying to get into that team, just trying to prove themselves. And they've just got the best, but they're going to go three in a row. Yeah. I just don't see anyone beating them. Okay, they, look, that, that's interesting. You say they're going to go through three in a row. I don't, who, do you, who do you honestly see beating them? Well, well, then, was that a grand final dress rehearsal? Maybe. I think Parramatta mm. needed that game to go, fuck, can we roll with the big boys? And they're like, you know, 65 minutes, 70 minutes, we can. Mm. Then they, they've got to go back to the drawing board now and then, you know, see what they can execute. Where they go wrong. You know, some of the tries that the Roosters scored when Kiri went through and set up Boyd Cordner, that's just bad defence. Like, that, that should be stopped. That was, just, yeah, that was a one-on-one. It was one-on-one. You've got to rely on the one-on-one mistakes. There's a lot of fatigue in, involved. You know, like Moses and that young kid Brown are getting better every single yeah. week. He's good. I Brown. love Brown, man. Oh, so both the you Browns. See that, you see that chase, he yeah, come from the man. other side mm-hmm. and, yeah. got, and got uh, Kiri yeah. just before the line. But he's, he's stepped up another what's level. Your, what's your rap on Kiri and, um, oh, and Flanagan? I've... They're, the combination's slowly getting better and better. Um, but Kiri's um, apprenticeship he did under Cronk, you've seen it on, on mm. fr- Friday night, was it, or yeah. Saturday night? Saturday and night, yeah. As soon as they Parramatta scored, he goes, I need to do something here. And he just took the line on, which is a good half, does. And he one-on-one, missed tackle, bang, straight, corner in the, uh, yeah. over the try line. I don't so, see – I, there's, there's just a full package, like – they're back five into their four-pack, Takayaho. Boyd Cordner, Angus Crichton's found his, found his form, you know, and then you've got Victor Radley. I yeah. think he's the best lock in the game, him and Jake Trebojevic. Then you've got Cam Murray. I'm just thinking ahead, New South Wales, who do we pick? Yeah. Who's got to pick? I mean, you'll put Jakey maybe at front row. Nice problem to have. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Manly, speaking of Jakey, Manly 14, Raiders 6. I wonder if you blokes, what do you think? Have the wheels fallen off a bit Canberra, see, Canberra have been playing their home games at uh, Campbelltown, but that's all going to change very shortly. But I thought, I kind of thought the Raiders would come out of the boxes a little bit better this year. Yeah, I think the, the Raiders at the start, who'd they play in that first round after the COVID, after the break? They blew them off the field. 
Mm. I think, and then the last couple of games have lost, and they've been, and they've, they've they admit it themselves. Like I, I heard Jack White saying, I heard Croker say that they're they're not as good. They're not they're not playing to where they think their standards are. Um, yeah, so they're a little bit down, but it's only early days, and the Eagles play some good football, man. People keep bag it, uh, keep on dropping off the Eagles, but they've got a good side. But they've got, got a gonna... really good thirteen. Their bench is a little bit not as good as the Roosters or any all these top teams, but. That starting 13 can go against anyone. The police just come by there looking for you, Willie, but I think uh, he's all right. He's nearly finished. I'm, go- I'm, nearly, I'm yeah. going home soon. Hey, Shifty, pass. What, about, uh, what about Manly, though? I, I, so I guess a lot of the, the experts would say the problem is with Manly is that they can field a good 17, but once you start getting a few injuries, which they now have, then they probably don't have the depth as some of the other big teams. Yeah, I was just thinking that because they mm. lost a couple of, um, couple of centres on the weekend. One, mm. one knocked himself out. Um, and I think Walker done his ankle. So yeah, he's going to be gone for about six or eight weeks. Oh, really? Tommy's yeah. going to be gone for a while. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, Tommy yeah. yeah. So who who's going to come into there? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like with their 13, their starting 13 can go against anyone. I think Curtis Sirenen has been outstanding when he, since he's come back. Their forwards, bashing blokes. Their forwards can yeah, go with yeah. anyone, and their backs can go with anyone. But it's, then you're talking like 14, 15, 16, 17, just aren't. Mm. I mean, and then you go out out of that 17, you're really struggling for some really good players. So that's the difference between. The Eagles and the Roosters. The Roosters have got like 25. They're stacked. It'll be a good test, big test for them this weekend to see the depth that they do have. Absolutely. It'll be a while before they get some of those big names back. Now, boys, finish off the round. Uh, Sharks 20, Dogs 18. So we won't go into too much depth in that one because we've got the boys here. Let's ask them a little bit about what's been going on in their life and playing together and whatnot. Now, Shifty, you were at the Dogs at an interesting time because you were there when Jonathan Thurston was there and Braithen Astor was there. And then a lot of people will say, oh, bloody hell, the Dogs had Jonathan Thurston and they let him go. They let him go. You were still there. But at the, the time, you were the first-grade halfback and you were the premiership-winning halfback. Yeah, I, I signed a year earlier uh, for five years because I, I love the club, mate. I'm still de- trying to get down there to help mm. now. So, um, yeah, so I had uh, John O coming through, mate, great player. Who, who knew that he was going to turn out the player he did? And if, would he have been the same player if he stayed at the Dogs? A lot of variables in there. Yeah. North Queensland suited him, I think, and he Mm. just went from strength to strength and he pretty much just went up there and said, I'm going to take control of this side and and just went, yeah, just played, what, 15 years at the top level and won everything you can win. So, mate, yeah, I love watching him play footy. He's a great player and uh, Spewan, he didn't stay at the Bulldogs with me. He didn't want to leave though, did he, Willie? I think going back to that, like Shifty for like 2002 – Three, four. He was on a, like if he was playing right now because of the shortage of halfbacks, Shifty would have been playing for Australia and New South Wales. He was just in. He was unlucky because he had Andrew Johns, who's arguably the greatest player and seven of all time. Brett Kamali, Craig Gow, Brett Finch, Matt Alford. That's just off the top of the head. So every team was stacked with the seven, and we had Brent Sherwin, and he was killing it. But at that time, we had this little 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 kid coming through the grades. JT was fucking killing it. Everyone knew he had talent, but we didn't. Know, we did not know that he was going to ascend to what he was going to do now. And as Shifty said, if he didn't go up there and take this leadership role and really dive into the whole North Queensland Cowboys trying, Cowboys trying to make him great, maybe he wouldn't have been the player that he would have been if he stayed at the Dogs. Maybe the Dogs would have been successful. Who knows? You can sit there and fucking argue about it and tell all these little things that could have happened. But at that time, I know that he didn't want to go and Braith was off contract. And so I just blame the management, really. If you've seen the, ta- if you've seen the talent, if you've seen the talent scouts, you go, okay, let's just sign Shifty, let's sign... JT, because they knew Braith was going. They tried to hang on to everything. 
Like Braith was already going that next year, so they had half. If, if they had their time again, they would have put all their balls into into um, into signing JT because mm. Shifty was already there for five years. So we we didn't even know what halfback we had. Yeah, we didn't know what five eight, and they, they didn't know what sort of position he was going to be, halfback or five eight. Shifty could play both. So I look at the mat like we're looking at back as a former player. I'm like, fuck, just sign one of them. Can't lose both. Yeah, we lost Braith and and we lost JT. So that's like I look at it. We're not the ones signing people. Shifty's not signing anyone. He just wants a good halfback or whatever. They could have had them both. They could have had Shifty and they could have had JT if they if they managed it right. That's a, it's, it's the bottom line, really. Shifty, who would have thought that 2004 grand final was the last grand final here? I mean, 14 or what are we? 16 years on. That's a long time for the Dogs to go without winning a grand final. They've played 2012. They've played 2014. But if you look at the dog's history, that's a long time to go without winning a grand final. That's the last time, 04. So I want you blokes to take me back to that day. You, you take on the Roosters. The Roosters had um, been in the grand final the year before and lost, been in the grand final the year before that and won. So what would, talk me through preparation. Talk me through the game. Um, <laughs> it was, goes quick the week. Yeah. Um, and you just I just tried to soak it up. I had, I know I might sound a bit cocky, but I just had a feeling we we're going to win. I don't know what it was like. Even at halftime, walking off, like yeah, I just, that was I was like, feeling. yeah, I just knew we we're going to come back. And I think that was the only time the Roosters were held scoreless in a half of football in mm. in three years, in the second half of the grand w- final. When you say you, you knew, you felt you feel oh, a bit I, cocky, but certainly as a first grade professional rugby league player, you've got to believe you, you're going to win. Yeah, 100%. I didn't know it was actually going to happen, but I just, in my head, I knew that we could win this. And, yeah, so we just yeah. came out and grew a leg and straight off the bat uh, we changed changed back to the short side a couple of times and we got a try from, mm. from Matty and then... Shifty scored. was on fire. The thing about halftime is, is a weird... It's weird because we're, the Roosters are well on top by that time and... It was very eerie. I remember the half time. No one fucking said a word for like five minutes. And folks, she was really good at that because he sort of wanted someone to say something or just to sort of we can sit there and simmer a little bit and think about it and have a breath. It's like fuck, what happened for forty minutes? It started raining at the start. It was like what the fuck happened? Everyone's dropping balls, and then it gets all physical, and then they finish on top of us. Minnie's try got dis. Uh, he scored. I think uh, Minnie's try got disallowed with Shepard. Yeah, yeah. That could have cost the game. Mm. If they if they award that try, we're thinking. Uh, can we score two or three tries on the roost in the second half? Probably not. So that was a bonus. And then we got in half time. We didn't say anything. We're just like, we're gonna, we're gonna score first. And if we score first in the second half, we'll win the game. And I think if they and they would have had that mentality as well. If we score first, we got this because it was at a tilt. It was like one bit of moment, momentum or something like that. something happened. We end up getting the first try, and then you know, we, and Shifty end up setting the second one up for Shifty. But I mean, for for Hasm. And then, yeah, we end up winning the game. We end up, but we defended our asses off. It was so fun. I remember playing, I think I played 65, 70 minutes in the middle. I was fucking cramping up. It was about, I think, eight minutes to go. So I pretty much played the whole game. And, like, I didn't want to be that dude to, like, let the team down. Or, like, just say if I was in a position where Mick Crocker was running past me, I, I, could, I don't think I could have made that tackle that Bobcat did. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. And we had a young kid, Sonny Bill Williams. I'm like, I don't think I would have come off if it was anyone less than Sonny. I was like, I would have stayed on and said, no, get me. I don't want to be that dude just going to let the team down. So like eight minutes ago, I could not feel my fucking legs. It was every step was like a proper cramp. So I put everything into that game. And then Sonny Bill just I said, just finish it off. Bobcat, Bobcat saved it, that, tri- yeah. that try saver. 
It, he also saved another one on Chris Walker, who yeah. was going to score. Yeah. Matt Utah yeah. and all these under – guys are like very um, – like Matt Utah and Shifty, even like has them. They played outstanding games. Man. Everyone had their – everyone plays a role in a grand final. You're not going in the grand final and going, oh, I didn't do anything. Everyone played their role. Bobcat played outstanding. Tony Grimaldi, Rennie Matua, he came into the starting lineup. I went to front row. Oh, God, it was just fucking tough. Everywhere you went, it was just a hit. Someone's getting belted, get hit off the ball. Like, this has been shifting going along. It's crazy. Ribs caved in by Morley. Fucking Nathan, Jason Kalis and Croc. And these rules. It's a tough-ass game. Man. It was mm. always tough against the Roosters. It was a big battle. What about that? When you're just rattling off names that were in that team, Rennie and Braith and Hazem. Yeah. And you mentioned the name Bobcat. Like, you talk about players getting away from clubs. How did he get away from Parramatta? He's a team Brian that – Smith. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Brian Smith blamed him in 2001 for losing the grand final. It was fucking 26 nil at halftime. Because he – remember Bobcat got held up? Yeah. And he reckons yeah, that, yeah. That, that cost – That was the turning you point. you got to get Bobcat on here and he'll come in and he'll tell you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's still not leaving it down, Bobcat. So, that, so all It cost those- them the 2001 – all you Parramatta fans, it's Bobcat's <laughs> yeah. fault. Andrew Ryan, Andrew Ryan's fault. Even though you were down 26 nil. 26 nil, but he got held up. It's his fault. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, next round of the NRL is another Brian big Smith round. Told him. Brian Smith told you. I'm blaming you. Yeah. Bobcat's like 21 years old. What the fuck's happening? And they're down 26 nil anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's have a look at these um, next games that are coming up. Some big games coming up this round. Uh, Panthers and the Rabbitohs. This is the game, one of the games that's mm. been moved to uh, Jubilee Oval now. Uh, uh, let me start with you, Shifty. Do you think the Rabbitohs are among the top four teams this year? And who do you think wins this one? I think it's going to be a great, great match, actually. Um, they're both in uh, good form. And uh, I don't think. I don't think uh, Souths have really hit their straps yet either. So, um, yeah, no, the halves are going to be a good good fight mm-hmm. and the and the forwards will be just bashing into each other. So, yeah, no, yeah. it's going to be an enjoyable watch. That'd be good, home. And you tip? Who, 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 who are you tipping? Stop sitting on the fence. Um, I don't know. I'm actually gonna go, I don't know who I'm picking. I'm actually going to go Penrith. Okay. What about you, Willie? Yeah, Penrith. I think, I think Souths will be – this will be their game. Then we'll, 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 we can sort of figure out where everyone, everyone's going to be. I, I don't think that top eight's going to change. Nah, no, I think, I think a lot I of think people. It's, I think I'd take about four games to figure each other out. Yeah. I think that's about it. Okay, well, Shifty will be listening to it in the Viola truck. He'll be listening to it on Triple M. Uh, Melbourne Storm, New Zealand Warriors. Melbourne Storm by how many, Shifty? Um, well, if you look at the in the past, yeah, coaches that get uh, get the punt, yeah, the sides come out it? and. Like, look at them a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They did 35 straight or something sets. So but they can do it. They just need to put it on the paddock. The thing is with the Warriors, though, mate, it doesn't take much, Willie, for them to just turn it up and yeah. just they're both, not it's just, it's when they're on, they're on. It's yeah. embedded in their culture. They can just play Warrior football, which I think they've been going away from, been structured for the last sort of 10 years. The, the early 2000s Warriors was ridiculous and try, try and tackle yeah. guys like Ali Lautiti and all that. They just had no, no structure. They just played football. That's why I think the Warriors are the best when they just play footy. But I think Melbourne, they're not going to lose two in a row. They never All right. Do. Yeah, they'd, be, they'd be pumped, Melbourne. This should be an interesting one. Uh, Roosters, Dragons. Dragons to make it three in a row. But against the Roosters? No. Roosters. No. 13 plus. <laughs> they're the benchmark. Yeah. They are. You've seen it against Para. They just, when they needed something, there's... 17 players that can do something. Yeah. yeah they've got that DNA in them. That's not, no one's going to lose that. They've got, they're ridiculous. You yeah. wouldn't think that although when they said to Paul McGregor, you got four, four matches and he's won the first two, but you wouldn't think he's sleeping any better. 
Nah, imagine, I mean, imagine, <laughs> I be, I de- imagine so. dealing with that team. They've got yeah. such a star-studded team, but they're just, they're just not firing. I think they've got all the capabilities in the world. If this was another team other than the Roosters, I might, I might pick the Dragons. If they were against the Raiders or someone like that, sort of mm. middle-of-the-park teams at the moment, yeah. but not the Roosters. They're just too – I don't see them coming down from this. I think putting uh, Bennett Hunt into a hooker has been a massive difference. Mm. Reckon? Um, well, he's, he's playing well and the side's playing well. So well, What happens when just say, I looked at when they go, okay, Ben Hunt played unreal, uh, unreal off the bench. So imagine if he played shit off the bench last week. Does he go back into the starting seven? <laughs> is, that the, is that the only way that he gets his starting job back? He goes, I've got to play shit off uh, the bench. I'm sick of fucking winning. So he gets yeah. demoted up. Yeah. Uh, gotta, <laughs> think, it's the only way to get back in the team, Benny. Mm. I just think play he, shit. he takes too much on board. Like he just needs to relax. He's like and, a thinker, isn't he? Yeah, he thinks overthinks it. And I think he just needs to wait till he gets on the on the park. Mm. This and, is uh, and look Ben up. Hunt. Yeah, look up. Well, what do you reckon, Willie? A couple of long necks before he goes on. A couple yeah, of long necks or something. He's hey? Just spike his uh, Gatorade. A couple of four pines uh, <laughs> nitro. Just mids. Just yeah. some yeah. nitro four pines. A couple do. of mids. Uh, Cowboys Knights. Yeah. Uh, Knights. Shifty. Yeah, same. Uh, all right. This will be the um, – oh, yeah, these both game. need to win. Broncos, Titans. Oh, man. Broncos. I, I'm going to stick with them against these, especially the Titans. They're pretty – they're awful. I'm going to go the Titans because of wow. Justin Holbrook. He was uh, – Oh, Titsy played with us at played, the Bulldogs. Yeah, the Bulldogs <laughs> and St. Christopher's. And, I uh, love Titsy. He's, he's, he's a champion. Oh, he's a St. Christopher's boy. He's, he's, a, St. he's a great boy, bloke. Yeah. He's inherited a, a – same as Dave oh, Bay. A, ter- a terrible, terrible side mm. at yeah. the moment. So I hope they stick with him, you know, because, I mean, they, they need the cattle there. It's just like you just don't have yeah. good enough players mm. in your team to win games. You just need to back him and give him a bit of a war chest to find the players that he wants and and then you can say, yeah. okay, yeah. have a go. You can't like, judge. Yeah. You can't. Well, he's got, I mean, Shannon Boyd, Bryce Cartwright, Kevin Proctor, Ash Taylor, yeah. Jai Arrow, they, they – they are obligated to be doing a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, Eels Raiders boys. Yeah, I'm going to go game. Raiders. Yeah, I think Parramatta might take a little bit out of them that that game. It was uh, it was an intense game. Their young kids mightn't bounce back. Canberra be filthy. They got beat by Manly. They look at this game like, okay, we're a top four team. We need to beat Para. I'm going to go uh, Parramatta for a couple of reasons. A good mate, um, Steve, uh, lost his mum uh, through the week and. Uh, yeah, thinking of you, buddy. So I'm going to go with him because he's a Mad Eels fan, and yeah. um, I think they can get it get it across the line anyway. I think the Raiders are struggling a little bit, making easy mistakes, and yeah. uh, but if they can rectify that, then what it'll you, be a real good. Real what do you good think game. of George Williams, Shifty? You're a halfback. He's a he's a better looking halfback than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a, he's a, he's a good player. Yeah. I, I like him. He takes the line on, but tough ha- bastard, isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't done that lately. No, I think he's the key. I so, think that first game when mm. when they played Manly, that's the team I was when they played um, Melbourne. He was a single, single oh, man. He just dominated, went out there and dominated. belted the shit out of everyone, and everyone followed him. So yeah. I think he might have a little bit of an injury, but Ooh. I think I think if he if he if he can play if he's their best player every week, they're in they're in the running. Boys, uh, Manly with a, a lot of players out, notably uh, Tommy and Tommy Trebojevic and Dylan Walker. Manly Ooh. and the Sharks. Oh, see, that's a that's see that's a team where Manly if they they're missing one Trebojevic, they're in trouble, and then Dylan Walker's been playing well as well, so. I'm gonna go Cronulla because this is a this is a this is a um, rivalry game, isn't it? They hate each other. So Cronulla, I think Cronulla. What do you reckon, Shifty? Yeah, I think so. Um, they found a way to win against the Bulldogs. Mm, so you're gonna go Cronulla. I think yeah, I might lean I'm that a different way. Thing either way, me. either way. All right, both these two need a win. Doggies, Tigers, Tigers. <laughs> what about you, Shifty? 
Uh, I'll go with the boys. Go no, with the boys. Oh, you see, he's hey, one of those old players who can't get out. Just yeah. fucking know. You've got to go, you, you got to tip and comp and something. I'm just trying to tip for the people, you know? Like, nah, just well, trying to give them my insight. The, the Tigers will blow them off the field. <laughs> like the Sharks, they found a way to win and the Bulldogs mm. nearly found a way to win as well, so... Um, you, you can't tip against your old club. That's right, exactly. That's all right, right. you can. Because you played for He's got five. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Played for I've got, got uh, the Roosters, I've got Knights. Cowboys. Cowboys. Send Manly. I backed against Manly. I had one great year there in 2015. Shifty, when we put the word out that you were coming on, someone told us to ask you about your punishment at the Bulldogs where you had to do 50 squats naked. <laughs> I watched it, so I was there. So hey, don't well, lie. You watched it. The whole team watched it. What was, it? Huh? what was it like? <laughs> yeah. It was humiliating. It was very, very drafty. <laughs> yeah, right. It was very cold. Because <laughs> you'd have to make sure certain things didn't touch the concrete, wouldn't you? Uh, it was, it was funny I, didn't, we, I didn't go that low. We'll tell, give you a little <laughs> yeah. insight. We had, we had a big um, – so if you're late, if we had this board. It was a board of death. It was like there was nude squats, there was fines, there was like cleaning up, the, the just all these punishments that you had. Or you could pay the, pay the money. He could have paid cash. And I think it was $100. He was a tight ass. He's nah. a tight ass. No, nah, nah, what it was, I told one bloke and I said, I'm going to do me 50, 50 nude ones. So we raced down there and started doing it. As I was halfway through, yeah, everyone, 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 got wind. Just, everyone got wind of it. And I was just seen and, and my mate had the phone. Like, I think it was Benny Harris might have yeah. rang him and just said, he's doing them now. So Good I couldn't bloke. stop. So I just quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was some of the Some of the punishments were awful. I think most yeah. teams, I, don't, I, I think now you would never get away with that kind yeah. of stuff. See, I, was the only, yeah. I was the only one. That He's took, the only one. I was the only one that did the physical challenge. Yeah, everyone else saying we're going to pay that money. Get out. See, if he did fifty dude squats now, it'd be he'd be barred. Someone would film it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't just mm. fucking not just watch it, enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to film it. All it right. If it's not on video, it didn't happen. Apparently. Okay, boys. Well, that's just about it. Uh, before we leave, the ladder: Parramatta lead the comp, Newcastle, Penrith, and the Sydney Roosters in the top four. Mm. Then the Raiders, Melbourne, Manly, and South. Most people are of the opinion that the top eight won't change too much. Tigers, Cowboys, Sharks, Dragons, uh, New Zealand Warriors, Broncos, the Doggies, your Doggies, Shifty, and then the Gold Coast. But, mate, it's so good to see you in here. We'll look out for you in the Viola truck. Yeah, thanks. Just uh, stay out of my way. Yeah, <laughs> stay out of your way. We we'll see you <laughs> looking right over, over the – Four Pines. Yeah. <laughs> looking over the dashboard. And uh, we'll see you in the Four Pines uh, brew pub, Willie. Now, oh, yeah, for those sure. who've seen Willie in one of our local establishments at the Coogee Bay Hotel, you like to buy four or six drinks at once, don't you, mate? Yeah, I don't muck around. I don't like spending time at the bar, get harassed the whole time. So mm. I like to sit down and just enjoy my, <laughs> enjoy my um, yeah. beverages. So, by the time he's finished, fair income at the Coogee Bay this night, he's got – what were you drinking that I want night? everyone to have a good time too. So what, what was you know? that? Dark and Stormies no, or something? it was uh, C&C and C and Sailor Jerry's and Dry. Yeah, so Fresh anyway, lime. he's got a whole table – <laughs> Everybody that comes over, oh, Willie, can I get a selfie? He goes, yeah, you want a drink? So they get a drink and a selfie. Great to see you, mate. Yeah, good to see you. Shifty. Thanks, guys. Good to see you too. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Two Bulldogs legends on the Legends of League podcast. Well, there it is, another episode, and thank you so much for your support. Thanks to our partners too. I've been right behind us. Four Pines Brewing Company, where we film our podcast here at Four Pines Brew House in Manly. We hope you'll give it a try. Give them a follow on social media too. That would help. The handle, at Four Pines Beer, or check out the website, fourpinesbeer.com.au. That's the number four. Uh, And make sure that you press the subscription button to be the first to find out when we release a new episode. And, of course, you can stay up to date with all our latest announcements and content, social media at... Legends of League AUS. That's at Legends of League AUS. See you next time on our Legends of League podcast.